Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. I am so excited because I finally, finally, finally got one of my TikTok friends onto the pod. Y'all say hi to Taylor Austin. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I'm fresh into my 30s, and I'm here to sit with my girl, talk some tea, and just get with the rest of the night. Yes, some of y'all may see Taylor on your FYPs. He gets into all of the things reality TV related, just like we do. And we talk all the time. We are always in the DMs. So I said, you need to come on the pod in what better day than the day after his 30th birthday. So couldn't agree more. Let's go ahead and dive into things. There is no bonus episode of Love is Blind this week for this podcast, just because we had some scheduling conflicts. And I said, you know what? Why don't me and Taylor get into it? So Last week, we got episodes, what was it, five through eight. And when I tell you, I don't know who slacked on giving out the NDAs and the contracts this year for (laughs) these contestants, they need to be fired. They need to be in the unemployment line along with the person who suggested the (laughs) live reunion last year because- Oh, people are talking. That's an episode in itself. People are talking. First of all, Izzy went on the Vial files- like, and I'm not, one thing about me, I'm not giving Nick Vial any of my listens. He can get those from somewhere else. But from what I understand from the people who listen to it and then give it to the rest of the internet so we don't have to listen to it, I'm sorry. I don't, I do not suggest that for like smaller podcasts like myself, obviously. Yeah. But we'll like Nick Vial, he'll be fine. Yeah. Apparently he didn't say anything. Like Izzy didn't say anything. And they were like, okay, yeah, we'll have you back on afterwards. Why didn't you? Like, but apparently also Izzy was, yeah, Izzy was caught with a blonde this week in California. And when I first saw the pictures, y'all know I do my homework. Okay. I don't just like to be sharing shit and like going along with the crowd and just being like, oh my God, is this such and such, this is such and such. So I was zooming in. I was not, I couldn't tell you with a hundred percent certainty that it wasn't Stacey. I can tell you didn't look like Stacey. (laughs) Like it didn't, it was blurry. It was blurry. Now the, like the nose, yeah, the nose really didn't look like Stacey, but she was blonde. But yeah. then I also saw a story of him in the car with two girls and he was singing some song about like not loving no hoe or something. And I was like, <laughs> excuse you? Ex- ex- excuse Not no hoe. I said, first of all, you were the hoe. Is yeah. You were you had a drawer. You're the one running around on these streets. You're you had a drawer of people's belongings. You you had paper plates. Yeah. I mean, paper plates is not horror behavior, but still, (laughs) I'm gonna say it is. (laughs) Um. So the these past three episodes, we got into it. We saw the sit down between Aaliyah and Uche, which was just like maddening. I'm sorry. I gotta tell you, I loved seeing Uche's face at the beginning. I love a good argument on in general with Love and Blind because the arguments on Love and Blind can go from anywhere from like pod talk to you just you didn't make your breakfast the way that I liked it or just like the, once they get out of those pods or when they're in Mexico even that is when you really see how these people are not supposed to be together 
No. Speaking of not being together, let's actually take it all the way back. Captain America himself, Let- um, JP, that makeup conversation, that makeup conversation was maddening because even if that was your issue, mm-hmm. what that's keeping you from speaking right now? Like that's keeping you from holding a fucking conversation with somebody you're supposed to marry? Like, are you well? No, the answer is no. Um, first of all, I what I so I've seen the first four, and I got a little bit into five this week, but just with like the, everything that's been going on. When I tell you, when I saw that this man was not just not in just American flag shorts, shirt, bandana, I would even say maybe a condom. I'm like, this is like I I get <laughs> loving your country, and I love I get that you want to protect it, but this is going way too far. Like no, it's like I and with JP, it was like a slow like realization for me with him. I was like, okay, I see that American flag. Like I see the red, white, and blue there. I see it. And like when he were in the pods. And then when I really like tipped over the line with him was when he had that American flag, bandana, scarf, yeah. towel, whatever the fuck that was on the perfectly laid out on the pillow. I said, he's trying to make a statement. Mm-hmm. I said, he is trying to make a statement with having yeah. that there. He wants to tell us where the fuck he was on January mm-hmm. 6th. He just can't. <laughs> yet netflix is preventing him from being his full insurrectionist yeah. himself yeah like see, see. and somebody did some creeping i guess on his instagram and like he's now i guess he's like completely removing his social media but before when people were still kind of had hope in him they were yeah. saying that like 2020 to 2021 was gone on his instagram that's a very odd Link time period to yeah. just ghosts. yeah exactly. like his, next post, his next post was january 7 2021 just had a great week yeah <laughs> like i was just like i mean we it's texas okay and so right. i was expecting some but it seems like it's getting a little dangerous because a lot of shit has come out the girl renee that we were seeing in the pods <laughs> the blonde girl who seemed like she was a lot of fun she got engaged to this guy carter and I guess what's coming out all on TikTok and online is that they filmed with everybody. They were in Mexico. They were in, and they had to be cut out because mostly because of Carter, apparently. Yeah. Um, however, Carter says that she had a boyfriend the entire time. Now it is fishy because she, they got done with this in like August of last year or something, nine months later, 10 months later, she got married to some, she's married to somebody else. To a whole new man. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 And then apparently police were called. Apparently oh, he had another girl at their shared apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, so it is something because, like, people were like, oh, he, like, threatened Netflix and said, like, you can't show me. I said, well, no, he had, I said, it has to be something more because he signed a contract. Yeah. It, he can't just say, don't show me. Yeah. Don't show me like it, it can't be like that. I was like, so it, it does have to be pretty bad for that. They filmed them. They cut them out of everything that they could, except for we see them at the barbecue, but we don't see any interaction with Carter and um, Renee. Yeah. We just see them like opening bottles and talking to everybody. I, my red flags were raised with him because he makes a comment during that barbecue thing where 
he talks about Taylor and JP and he goes, nah, Taylor let, let, uh, how he looked, get into her head. Like JP's the best guy. He's that's captain America. If I had a daughter, I would want her to be with somebody like JP. Mm. I said, that's weird. Mm. That's a weird thing to say. That's very weird. If I, I had a daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, that's fucking weird. So, and then Renee posted a little meme thing and it said, it was her and Taylor and it said, us wondering where our men were on January 6th. She posted, she posted, I'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going to lay it all out, lay it all out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, but she just confirmed everything we said, we were saying. Yeah, literally. You know what's crazy though is like, because the, the first Love of Blind was filmed here in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. And that came out right before the pandemic happened. And so it was like the best thing to talk about. And then the pandemic happened. So it was all you could really talk about was Love mm-hmm. is Blind. And I think what was so great about that first season, and it, I, I think it's pretty much like you could agree with this too, like it was so genuine and like no one knew where this show was going to go. Yeah. No one knew the concept of the show. No one knew that it was going to get as big as it did. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they knew it was going to even be on Netflix. They did it. I remember Lauren saying that. Then genuine like drama, like the whole like uh, Jessica being like, I'm 10 years older than this boy. And like, why am I still with him? Like all that shit. As these seasons keep going on, it's like one, you like going back to last season when they put in those mean girls in the house and then the live reunion, they were so shocked. They were getting all these things. It's like, you guys are actively picking people who are not looking to be on in love. They're looking to be uh, famous and blind. Like they're Mm -hmm. not looking like that's, we need to get back to where we need to actually put people on this show that has a pretty good formula if you think about it because uh i think barrett and um what's her face are still together yeah and cameron and lauren mm-hmm. yeah so it's like it can work but it's and like even uh alexa and uh brendan brennan whatever from a couple yes. seasons back they're still together yes. too yeah, and I think it's just like the more we get into these seasons, the more it's like we're gonna are we just gonna hire people on the show that are basically trying to be influencers? Right. And that's what pissed me off about the whole Irina, Irina, uh, what's that girl's name? The other girl's name, Micah. And then they're putting they're putting Micah's mean friend, Shelby, on perfect match. I said, Are you guys I fucking was serious? Gagged. gagged. I said, Are you guys fucking serious? You're rewarding this terrible ass behavior. She is literally a friend of of Love is Blind and you're making her a main cast member on a completely di- I was like, where did this, how did this happen? And she acted a fucking fool. Like she acted like an asshole. And that's why I mean, like to your point, like we're rewarding bad behavior. Zach pretty mm-hmm. much aired Irina and Micah out for just wanting mm-hmm. to be on the show to be mm-hmm. influencers. Like it's just very annoying. And the fact that they're editing so much stuff that we can tell because I think that we were going to have mess regardless. And I understand yeah. I've been watching reality TV long enough to know that producers have to meddle. That's just how it's yeah. going to be. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. But it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much meddling at this point. And the fact that there were, apparently there were like four other couples that got engaged. On this season? Yeah. Okay. They Okay. So I've, I've been hearing that they will do this. They will edit out other couples that have a, an actual story, but we will not hear one second about them. Yeah. And it's like, so then what, why are you putting all 12 of these, all 12 boys and girls into this one thing and we're only going to hear about six of them? Like, do you think it's a budget thing? Like, do you think they can't afford like all to, I, if, if we have 12 couples, if 12 couples come out of that, okay, yeah, sure. I understand not, that's a lot of people to feed. Right. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot right. of people to feed, right? 
But like this season, we only had three go to Mexico. Yeah, but you're telling me we had four others. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, could it be budget? Maybe. Now, why? I will say. Netflix keeps raising these prices every month. So I don't know if it could be budget, to be honest with you. Right. Keep raising prices up. Now, could it be like, you know, maybe these other four couples were just like too in love and were too good of a match? Uh, maybe, but isn't that the point of the show? We want something. We You have to give us something. Like you have to give us a perfect even. mix. Yeah, of mess and love. Yeah. Like, I want to root for something. That's why I fell in love with Cameron and Lauren. was because they were like the love of season one. Like it was a real couple that people were like, oh my God, look at these two. They're, I, I'm obsessed with them. And it's like, we're not getting that anymore. Exactly. And like you, Cameron, or not Cameron, Lauren still went and did her job because like even mm-hmm. after, um, on after the altar, she went and met with the guy that was engaged to Diamond and they yes. got into that huge fight. And when he tried to go off on her and was like, I expect you to stand up for me. And she was like, watch it. Like yeah. she, they were still involved without like putting themselves in. I need them to host somebody. I heard, I heard that because I know they film these, like it's such an advance. They film like two mm-hmm. at a time. I mean, we get two seasons of love is mind a year. Yeah. I heard that this is apparently the last season with, Nick and Vanessa Lachey like because they had already had this one done this was over a year ago this they filmed mm-hmm. over a year ago and yeah. so just some insight well I didn't sign anything I know I can say this one of my friends friends out in Denver they're casting from Denver right now has an Ooh, audition season in Denver okay yeah has an audition in Denver has a setup with the casting producer um I'm gonna let y'all know now if he makes a show me and this man do not get along historically. Like he is my friend's friend. I have been on vacations with him by force and we have gotten into it. So (laughs) if he gets on, and I already told her, I was like, you can tell him that I will not fucking be nice to him in my Uh, reviews if he makes it on. So like one of the most, but I have had to be told to be nice to him multiple times, but I'm like, he's an obnoxious fucking human and does not Mm -hmm. care that he's, being obnoxious so <laughs> oh well then good i cannot I, I hope he does get on just so i can have a, a lovely honest opinion about what i see mm, we'll see i i i'm not gonna lie to you so i know him i would yeah. not be shocked if he gets on i would not be shocked if he gets on do you have like one of those personalities that might be like good for a camera in front of them mm-hmm. yeah that's what they're looking for these days they're not looking for actual love and and he's a he is a hot mess too so he is one of those people that like inadvertently keeps drama around him and then it's like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah, like doing that i'm like y'all have issues no no but really okay let's get into the bravo shows this week because there's plenty to talk about we're there's just gonna so skip right on oh pop culture um first up real housewives of new york <laughs> let's go let's 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 get y'all into it. y'all know i hate to be wrong hate and y'all know I was trying to hold on to the side train for a while. I was like trying to see it for her. I am so far off that motherfucking train now, actually. Mm-hmm. I cut the brakes off of it too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because yeah. you've got to be kidding me. I don't care what side tries to say the issue is. Her response to Jessel, how she acts to Jessel is not warranted. It's just no. not warranted. No. And also it's like, okay, so you you showed up to the dinner or the lunch 20 minutes late. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I count Jessel being late the moment you arrived. Thank you. Thank you. It was at 1121 because I saw you send them your recap and I was like, no, I'm, I, I thousand percent agree. You both were late. Yes. However, Sai, you thought you could get the upper hand on Jessel by showing up first mm-hmm. and then her late and you're going to have your Teddy Malikant moment. That wasn't happening. You both were late. And in my mind, Sai was only, I mean, Jen, Jessel was only late 20 minutes. Yeah. She walks in, she comes in, she's very like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And Sai is giving her the look like this salad isn't even worth my time. And it's like, why the hell did you get up out of bed away from your two, you know, fresh out of the womb babies, basically, to sit at a restaurant with someone that you're just going to say while they're crying to your face, I need to take a breath because I just don't care that much. Where, like, I don't, I, like like you said also, in the beginning, I enjoyed Sai. I was like, okay, this is, you know, she seems like she's got some attitude on her. She seems like she speaks her mind. I'm liking the fact that she's, you know, talking about this cheesegate at the beginning so funny. But as the season has progressed, I'm noticing that her and Aaron think that like we're running this shit. Mm-hmm. We are we are those two girls that like you know everyone's gonna want to you know talk about or like be amongst like that couple scene. Cringy. Asking Gabe, Aaron, what would you do if we didn't have sex for a year and a half? And his immediate response was, "I would be fucking other women." One came out of his mouth too quickly. Too quickly. So Not the right answer. Breathe. He did not even take a breath. He said, "I would fuck other women." Which like, means he on, has fucked other women. Like he got the Cliff Notes version already. He was like, I know what to say. I would fuck other women. And like, also, why are we going out of our way to have dinner with our friends and their husbands to talk about another woman's sex life? Literally. I had to like break this down for somebody, some dumbass in the fucking TikTok comments. You know how they get. And yeah, they yeah. were like, didn't Jessel bring it up herself? I said, Jessel talked about it to the women. At the beginning, the women continue to talk about this. And I can guarantee you, if Jessel would have known that these women would be sitting at dinner with their husbands discussing this, hell, if Jessel would have known that they would have continued to talk about it and harp on it, she would have never told them. She probably would have never told them. But the fact that I can literally see the page six headlines already about both Cy and Aaron's husbands having having affairs is telling. The okay. shit you said about Sai, I was like, whoa, what is going on in the last 10 years? You know what? And people are, listen, I do, I agree with people doing all of this thing. I'm not about to go look up your court documents. No, 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 no. I'm going to wait for somebody else to dig them up. But am I going to waste <laughs> my time getting on the New York Circuit Court website? No, babes. Like, <laughs> but, if, I, if, I, if I had to sit here and literally go through every housewife that has any type of problem, we would not even have a podcast because I'd still be researching. Like, no, literally. Thank you for doing our due diligence and, and giving me this information that I didn't know existed. But it just shows, once again, it's like, Sai, you, first of all, this goes for any housewife, whether you, whether it's your first season, whether it's your second season or whatever. If you know for a fact that what you're getting into with another housewife you have had experience with in your own personal life, I would stop talking right there in that moment. Mm-hmm. I would finish their sentence and I would no longer speak about the conversation because first of all, the fact that all this is all, all coming out after the reunions filmed, like the whole Shannon thing, which we'll get into, it's like, damn, these reunions, I want them to be filmed at the right time. And then you think they are, and then something happens right after. Okay, but can you can I say my like kind of maybe unpopular opinion about when the reunions are filmed. A lot of people are will say like, oh my God, we just found this out. We just found this out. I'm so mad they filmed the reunion. I wish they would have waited for public reaction. 
Yeah. I do think I I like that they don't wait for public reaction to some of this shit because I feel like nowadays with social media, a lot of these fucking housewives get their reads, get their comebacks from the comment yep. section. And I don't yep. like that shit. I don't like that shit. You need to think for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Stop pandering towards the social media audience. Like, you know what the audience is thinking. Okay, sure. But it, I feel like it loses some of the authenticity yeah, when they're sure. so in the fucking comments. Yeah. Like, they're so in the fucking comments. Now, if you don't know what you're talking about, by the way, uh, Cy, somebody on Twitter, so take somebody. this with a grain of salt. Somebody on Twitter tweeted Jessel and said, hey, Jessel, next time Cy comes at your marriage, about your sex mm -hmm. life, why don't you ask her when her why she her husband was married when she got together and then she got pregnant with their first kid yep and it every yeah. of course caught everybody's eye got retweeted a bunch of times blah, blah blah so then people started looking into the date i guess she had like an old youtube channel an old vlog yeah, like a couple years ago or something yeah. yeah and then an old blog post they they dug up all, the internet does what it does and it dug up all of this stuff and I, it's when it's gone as far as to, I saw on my for you page on TikTok, one of this girl, honestly, again, bless her. I don't want, actually, I do have this kind of time. I'm just not doing it. Um, <laughs> she like compared the dates in the like blog post blog um, to what the court documents say. And then yeah. a, some stuff to what size has said in the past and a past interview she Time connected everything halfway through i got a little confused because mm -hmm. i was like okay 2008 it, it, it was a lot that that one person unleashed at once yeah it was a lot of dates and i never was great yeah. at history in the first place <laughs> so <laughs> i was like all i know is this is messy <laughs> okay yeah, all i know is that it's 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 what i what I, yeah like we said it, it was all came out like from like the documents and like the interview that she did a couple years ago in her blog mm -hmm. it was all dropped at once so at first it was like that, it's like that tweet, I don't know if you've seen it, where someone's like, I'm not reading all of that, congratulations, or I'm sorry. Yes, it's like, yes. It's like, there's so much to read. I'm like, I don't know if I'm happy or if I'm pissed off right now. But the the beginning of it, I got the just like, okay, there's there's some inconsistencies with your mm -hmm. marriage, what you've said on camera, and what you're also trying to get on Jessel for as well in the moment that we're watching on our TV. It's like, I'm understanding why it's coming out, but maybe we should have like broken this up in like 60 minute, 60 second TikTok videos or something. So I Literally. Literally, part one, part two, part three, babes. Like three, I, yes. I could have, I definitely could have. My ADHD brain could have, could have used that. But like, I would, I got the gist. And you know, I found one thing, two things I found interesting. I want to say maybe Andy asked her why she keeps her husband private, like why she doesn't show him on social media. And like, it's not that she doesn't show him; she like goes out of her way to like kind of hide his face when we oh, see oh, it on, sigh, the screen. on her Instagram. Yeah. Sigh. Yes. I, I did see that. Yeah. 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 And she was like, he was never a part of anything before. So why does he have to be a part of anything now? When she said that back when they first started this season, I said, now, hold on, girl, you in the big leagues. Now you're with the big dogs. This ain't no fucking Instagram post, no vlog on YouTube, baby. You're yeah. a fucking housewife now. Yeah, you're and I didn't like the way she answered that either, if I'm being so very honest. Because I, yeah. I was like, who the fuck? Like, that is my thing with Psy. And I don't think this about people often. I rarely think, who the fuck do you think you are? But yeah. I, I, that's my thing with her. She is the, like one of the very few people I have thought in life, like, who the fuck do you mm -hmm. think you are? 
I don't, mm-hmm. I thought that about Lisa Barlow too, when she used to tag John, like, don't even think about it. Baby, your husband's not cute. Yeah, baby gorgeous. I don't know why she did that either. I was like, I because I've seen that before of like it, like influencers that do that. And when she did the John Barlow, I was like, I don't think Eddie was trying to do that. Like no, people was- people were like, he's so hot. No, you guys think he's hot because you like Lisa. He's yeah. not, he's balding. Yeah, and I'm a Lisa fan, and I'm I would not try to get in his Vita tequila sauce either. Oh, I'm not a but Lisa fan at all. What I will say about side though is that like it, it actually even with Jessel, the trajectory of their of their character arcs. The beginning of the season for both of them to where they are now are so different. Yeah, like, yeah. Jessel especially, like a lot of people were like, "Who the fuck is this woman? Mm-hmm. Why is she Tribeca's of the coming?" That that day when she said that, I was like, "I like this girl." That was where I started to because I didn't like the conversation that took place between her and Aaron at all. Right. I, yeah. That was the day that I really start. I was like. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was I like, I like Jessel, you, girl. Yeah, what's I, going on? For, for me with Jessel, my only thing was her, the re, how she reacted to getting that night slip from Jenna. I yeah, she, I just didn't. I was did like, what? The or fuck? did she hate it? She hated it. I think she hated it. Yeah, she hated it, and I was just like, and I still don't. I, I like Jessel now. I still don't agree with how she acted about that. Yeah, I'm but, like, I don't think like a Christmas tree, but you could have you could have been a little bit nicer about it. Yeah, for sure. But that was my, you're completely right. The way they're, I just almost died, guys. Sorry, <laughs> I had to mute you because it's like something flew in my throat. Good, the good, way good. that they were started out this season to the end, or like, yeah, we're at the end now, is almost. something wild to watch. You know, I saw an interview that Cy did today with Bryce Sander mm-hmm. and Bryce asked her, watching it back, are you, like, do you think you were too hard on Jessel? Do you know what she said? I can, I mean, I can imagine it would be like a, no. No, she goes, no, because I lived it. And I said, sigh, sigh, sigh. You, I lived it. Like, it was like a documentary. Like, it was fucking scary island. She goes, no, because I lived it. Girl, this lady didn't, sigh, and this is what I'm trying to portray. Even if she was copying you, even if she was going tit for tat with you, that's not a reason to treat somebody the way you treat her. Like you don't get to own the corner of alcoholism. You don't yeah. get to own that. My God. You don't get the owner. You don't get to own the corner of that. You don't get to own the corner of I had negative four hundred dollars in my bank account. You don't get to oh, like yeah. all of these things. It's like okay, there was now when Jessel was saying her, you know, her upbringing and stuff. There were some times where I was like okay, I I don't understand. Like, you know, if your parents did pay for your college, that is fine. Who cares? That's like not a big deal. But with Cy being like, you had 20, I had negative 438. You don't want to know what that's like. It's like, you're as you said, you're both still broke. And you know, from what I understand, four, four, you know. and from what I understand, because I said, what bank allowed her to, Jessel had the same <laughs> reaction to me. She goes, they allow you to go. I, because that was me too. I said, you're allowed to go almost $500 into the fucking hey, back negative? In the day, back in the day, too? I don't know about that. I said, that's weird. I, I literally was like, that's really fucking weird. Like, that's a lot to go in the negative. And people were like, girl, Chase Bank. <laughs> I was like, that's and that's as crazy. A Chase, as a Chase gay, I could say they do like a good overdraft. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, that's crazy. I, I don't like overdraft. Like, I do not put 
My overdraft right, protection is none. If there's zero, that card is getting declined. It's not going through because I don't do overdraft. But yeah. I, and like you said, Uba said, broke is broke. Okay, $20 negative, negative 428. I'm sorry, I am going to tell you, you are a different type of irresponsible to keep going that like, what are you paying light bills? Like, what, do you, what are you fun. doing with that? Like, but she is the one playing the oppression Olympics with Jessel. So mm -hmm. her whole, I lived it. I said, my God, the woman's crying, Jessel. The woman's crying in front of you. And, and also it's like, you lived it, but you didn't live everything else that was going on. The other conversations that are happening, like I get that you lived in that moment, but you still can't even look back at the way that Jessel's talking about how you're making her feel, how Aaron's making you feel. And there's not even one party that's like, okay, maybe on the boat, I went a little bit too hard on her. No, apparently on the boat, you did everything just fine as well. It's like, are we watching the same show that you were on? Exactly. And here's my thing also with her, even with the college, like everything can be, because I, I hate when people act like, okay, your parents paid for your college, your parents paid for this, blah, blah, blah. Like your life couldn't be hard. That's not true. One, two, a lot of times when parents pay for college and things like that, you have to do exactly what they want. So I understood what she was trying to say, I think, because they never let her finish, which Never. was because she said, I wanted to study fashion. I wanted to get into fashion. My dad said, I'm not paying for that. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. So if you want to go do that, you got an uncle that lives in New York. You can call him and see if you can stay with him. And that's that. But I'm not paying for you to go to New York. I'm not paying. That's yeah. the same. And she had to get through. And then when she said, I had to live off savings, when they asked her, like, how did you live? She said, how did, could you take the um, non-paid internship? When she said savings, I said, that makes fucking sense because I worked all through high school all and I was in high school. All my money went in savings that yeah. first year of college. When yeah. my when my mom was like, oh, girl, I'm well, actually, the first uh, when I first moved out of my mom's house because I stayed at home my first year. And when I moved out, my mom was like, well, you don't have to move out. So since I'm not making you get out, she was like, if you want to move out of here, you're on your own. That first year, I blew every I had thousands of dollars in my savings. I blew through it. Yeah. Just like living. I was like, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Just but just because Sai didn't have savings, just because like it's just ugh, it's just like Sai needs to go to therapy. Like she really does, but she she and also too, like even just going back to the uncle thing real quick, like it was weird how obsessive Aaron was being like, so with your rich uncle, so you so you got to have a roof over your head while you were in college. God forbid. Yeah, God forbid. A roof over her head, whether the whether the man was rich or not. And how do you know that, Eric? Like, were you in his bank account for 20 years? Apparently, ago? he was somebody in the hip hop industry. Oh. Yeah. So, and I think so that she has two uncles. I don't know which one she's talking about, but I think it's the one that what he was in the hip hop industry. He was a photographer, I think. So yeah. But again, about not, it's like he's he's still not her dad. And he was an alcoholic. And he, it's like, yeah, it's like she still didn't have it all, even though she had a roof over her head. She was still going through some shit also during that time. Exactly. Why, why are we doing the oppression Olympics? I don't understand. I, nobody wants the gold medal for being the most horrible, depressing childhood of their lives. No one's trying to aim for that goal. Exactly. Why, a thing. And like, that's my thing. Like, while I was honestly, Julie, I was starting to feel a little bit bad for Sai about all these like comments and stuff that people are saying. I've had to delete a few about her, like on my videos, because I just think they go too far. Yeah. And then I see that interview with Rice Sander and I'm like, <laughs> I deleted those comments for nothing. <laughs> well, I still deleted them just because of who I am as a person. But like, 
Oh, some people will go way too hard on the juggler for this shit. It's like, we can do. do this right here and Kiki and Talk Talk without going yeah. for her personality, looks, and character. It's like, no, you, yeah. your personality is enough for me to be like, I just don't like it. Yeah, I mean, Sai's a dickhead. She she is. That's the best way I can describe her. She's such a fucking dickhead. And I feel like if she comes back next season, it's going to be, I realized a few things and I'm going to try. But she's just so, I, I at least that's what I thought at first. But she's just so mad. Yeah. See, I don't think she realizes how mad she is at the world. And this is what I want to say. There's like the, so I'm on New York TikTok. Like a lot of people in New York, for some reason I am on my algorithm. And like I'm on New York TikTok. And so <laughs> New Yorkers will often say, they're like, we're mean, but we're nice. So we'll tell you to get the fuck out of our face. But if we see a woman with a stroller trying to get up the stairs, you better fucking help her. Like they're yeah. like, we have manners. Cy doesn't have that. Manners. She no. doesn't, she doesn't have that. She seems like she's mad at everybody. She also, um, for a woman of her age, uh, the way that she acts when she doesn't get a damn piece of food in front of her. Oh God. Equivalent to a two-year-old not getting their nap. Um, I have been hangry in front of many of people, friends, family, even maybe politicians. I've never once tried to cuss them out or left their event because I wanted to get some $5 sushi at Kroger. I don't understand this. <laughs> you know, what she, the one thing she said she regretted. What what would be the one thing? Was that? She goes, yeah, she goes, uh, like, she goes, like, honestly, the only thing she was like, I, she was like, the hangry thing. She was like, yeah, I get it. Like, how annoying am I when I'm hangry? I was like, beat. I said, you you're took, fucking. You took one sprinkle off the dessert of bullshit that you've created. And you're like, that's how much I take. <laughs> and I think she thinks she's like being a Bethany about it, which for me, because somebody was like, why didn't nobody have this problem when Bethany acted like this? I said, for the record, I can't answer for everybody. I can answer for myself. I've always hated Bethany. Yeah. Bethany, Bethany has, always made my ass itch. Bethany has had like three, two rounds in this shit. So her first round versus her second round are like two different Bethany's. And I, the second round, you know, especially with the whole like Caroline uh, demands all their friendship or whatnot. Yeah, I wasn't really like, this is some real skinny girl boss behavior. And I'm like, Sai, I get that you're this influencer that I've never heard of. And you know, you have all of these millions of you know followers, whatever, and you do all these things. That's great. But I have never seen a woman of your age and your stature get this up in arms about not having a plate of food in front of you. I've I've never in my life. Like you live in New York City. There is literally a deli, a bodega, and a pizza place on every corner. Literally. Side. <laughs> literally. And again, with the whole I lived it like with Jessel. You so what she hasn't had to she tells you she had sex and you're like I don't believe her. Did you want to be in the room? Are you okay? I don't fucking care. What's I not clicking? I don't fucking care. Like that, and that's why I said y'all are grown ass women, grown adults. I don't know anytime any me, my best friends and their men get the fuck down. I do yeah, not and know. Like, and but, told me like, hey, my husband and I had sex yesterday. Like that's awesome. Yeah, like, I don't believe you. Yeah, like who's like what? Okay. Sit here in an interview and say, I, I, I lived it. What? Like this wasn't that traumatic of a season, baby girl, especially for you. Like you, you, you're kind of getting off of the season, you know, without really any shit on you. Um, so you living it doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, it and it's, I'm getting two different things. Yeah. She didn't do anything to you. No. 
Like, oh my God, it's, it's, it's incessant at this point, but let's move on down the road to actually across country to Salt Lake City. <laughs> these, oh, women, yeah. sorry, these women. First of all, uh, let me say this real quick. Bravo, anybody on the evolution team or whatever production team, this season, we are five for five on episodes that are just making last season sh just absolute shit. Blowing like, it out of the water. All of this season. out of the water blowing it out of the water these five episodes i'm like we were we are back in that first season of that everyone was obsessed with salt lake with just without jen and these ladies finally get their season to have without jen and to really just show us what they can do and they're delivering every single week it's been so good it's it's so good it, honestly i think it's better than the first season because i always I felt like I did feel like jen was like a dark cloud away even before i knew about the you know the, the legal shit elderly, yeah. yeah i was just like i can't take this one i'm sorry like it's too fucking much but i when i it's just laugh after laugh first and four fucking most how do you feel about I'm monica about monica mm -hmm. so okay so monica first of all monica we are on only on five episodes she has dropped three bombs on five episodes one her connection with jen Two, the uh, brother-in-law that she fucked for 18 months. And three, now Angie K's husband. She literally came on this season like, I, I hope you are all prepared for war because I've got grenades left and right in my pockets. And she's just been dropping them. And like, the gin thing was shocking. I was like, are you the informant? Like, did we, <laughs> did we, did they actually cast the informant on the Salt Lake City Housewives? Like, wild. Yeah, this was a recent episode. I will say, I was actually pretty proud of both Whitney and Monica that they were able to, you know, Whitney came in like, look, I didn't really like the way that you were, you know, talking to Lisa and Angie K, who's supposed to be your friend. And and Monica was like, I 100% respect that, but I mean, everything that I say, and I'm not going to take it back. Yeah, I do. Okay, let me say this. I Because I'm a Whitney, I cannot stand Whitney Rose. And I'm so happy. <laughs> I know. Everybody is starting to see what I have always seen. Because... Whitney is the messiest bitch. And for me, she's not even good at it. I'm like, I can see you. I can see you. I can see you. Like, please. So when she was like, oh, this is how we do friendship. I'm like, yeah, Whitney, you should know you're just as messy. Remember sucking D for jazz tickets? Remember how you flipped the script on Heather last year? Because I ever more believe that that is really the breakdown on why they got into it is because they had a plan going into the season and Whitney flipped the script on her. I really, yeah. I really do think that that was what happened, but I was so happy for Monica that Mo Monica stood up for herself. But at the same mm -hmm. time, the only thing I'm wondering is at the end of the episode, I'm like, Monica, did you know that Whitney set that up for you to say, or did you yeah. did you just so, walk into it but i also think monica may not have any shame like i really feel like she came into this what what i appreciate about monica putting her business out there early was she yeah. was like you cannot trick me she was like you bitches are not about to get up here and make my story a storyline so i'm gonna put my tea out there myself yeah. and i, I appreciate that 100 respect to that when we had that scene with her daughter and her mom and like because if you remember when the trailer came out and we saw that clip of her being like i bought a Louis Vuitton bag we were i, I remember being like what the fuck could this scene be about 
like yeah. that you're crying to your mother and to, and to find out, you know, the backstory behind it. I'm like, I was like, okay, you know what? I don't know if we're going to get this side of Monica ever in the season, because just from that first episode, she came in ready to go and earn that check. So the second episode, we got to see a more like nicer, softer side of Monica, like her upbringing, mm-hmm. how she is with her family today. I will say this, when we first, when we first saw her house, I was like, where are we? Because I'm just used to big houses and and Meredith living in a new Airbnb every six months. So it's like <laughs> when I saw when I saw the one story home, I was like, "Are we in Park City still, or are we in Salt Lake?" Like I'm just yeah. At the day, I respect it because this like housewives come in all different tax brackets. At the end of the day, and Monica is still a good. She's she's providing good TV and. I disagree with Angie when she was like on last week's episode being like, she's trying to act like she doesn't know who Jen is. Actually wrong. Uh, yeah, she told she, us in the first episode that she might have sent her to jail. <laughs> she yeah. knows who this woman is. Yeah, she Angie is like all over the place for me. And I really do think that the reason they're clashing is because Monica is like, no, I'm coming on this show to like put, like, put it all out there. Yeah. And I do think that Angie is being herself. I just think herself is like fake. Let's talk about Angie real quick because let's talk about the the rumor, nastiness, the nastiness and the rumor. Andy Andy Cohen's obsessed with that. She he's obsessed <laughs> with that clip. The, the rumors, like it's just it's it's so good. It's a loop. It's a loop. It's a loop. Now with Angie, I was shocked that because I don't know if you remember this, but when they first started filming the season, they said that none of the three were going to come back, neither yeah. the Angies or, or Dana. So I was like, okay. Honestly, I I thought personally out of those three, Dana would have been the one to come back yeah. because she, she had the conflict with Jen that they cut out of the finale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, she was the other only other person that really like knew more of the girls. She had like had she and to my in my opinion, she had more of a reason to come back for a second season. Mm-hmm. So then they were like Angie Case coming back. I'm like, oh, I just she was not. She was honestly at the bottom of my three. I thought it would have been D- Dana, Angie H, and then Angie K that would have came back. So Angie K comes back, whatever. Now, during during this episode this week, me and my friend Eric were texting. And at the beginning of the episode, when it's her, her daughter, Electra, and Sean, I was texting Eric and I was like, God, Sean is just so hot. And we were just like, I know, oh my God. And Eric's, my friend Eric goes, what, this is 20, 20 minutes into the episode. Wouldn't it be crazy if there were rumors about Sean out there? And I was like, yeah, I know. that would like, I was like, we wish, we wish. When Monica said he fucks other men, I voice memoed Eric. <laughs> he was like he voiced me back he was like taylor did we manifest this i'm like i don't know i don't know i need more context and the clip of angie going angie she goes <laughs> so delicately like <laughs> i'm sorry not you convince me not non-three neither three of those people uh angie whitney or monica Mo- i feel like monica was like y'all know this I feel Monica, like Monica says, was like, like you haven't oh, heard about this Whitney I, everyone everyone's heard about this Whitney I feel like Monica was like oh so y'all want me to say it okay yeah. so like yeah. I quite literally <laughs> when I Angie, Angie literally goes <laughs> Dude, for, just, for two seconds yeah. you're fucking kidding you're kidding it's <laughs> like no you're kidding no, you're like, kidding, actress. And Whitney being like, oh, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. And I knew, I knew immediately what she was going to say. And she was going to be like, as an ally, I cannot blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, Whitney, I need her to stop this like ally off shit that she's doing. Because she was pissing me off with Trixie in 
uh, Palm Springs. Like, yeah. stop trying to make everybody seem like homophobic or racist or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because it, for me, excuse me, it gives that you're scared something's going to come. You know what Whitney is? I feel like Whitney is like, I learned that like I should not be these things anymore and that I learned some new words, what I shouldn't say for my new friends. And now I'm going to use it to make you feel bad. Like, I'm sorry, bitch. Allyship should be selfless. You're using it to be selfish. Right. And I will say this too. Speaking as a a very active gay sexual man in these streets, I, when when Whitney brought that up about Meredith, the whole glad thing, like, and we talked about this, you know, I, I love my girl Whitney, you know, even at times that we disagree about her. But at the end of the day, even that, I was like, that that was like you're just you know trying to make it even seem worse for meredith like even mm-hmm. as a gay person it th- that didn't even cross my mind that like we we are you know we're adding another man first of all we we really need to stop like bringing up people's husbands on this show and their gay affairs because it's really not doing anything for them it's really just fucking up the entire family dynamic like yeah it's one thing but then you're adding a whole new level of like another gender being involved and all this stuff it's like that like we got enough of that in atlanta with Kim Fields and her husband. We got enough of that. Oh, I forgot about, oh my yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yes. my God. That's what I'm saying. It's like, we got enough of that. And so it's like, I, and and honestly, let's say, let's say, you know what Meredith was running around in these streets saying this. I don't think Meredith was remembering about the GLAAD award she accepted last year. It was like, oh, right. Maybe I should talk about this. At the end of the day, it's a woman who has said horrible things about your family. You hear horrible things about them. In my opinion, if I was Meredith, I'd be like, I'm listening. Someone who's been saying all these bad things about me and my family has bad things going on about them. I would love to listen. It would like, it's it's whatever, but it's like, whether he is gay or not, which by the way, if he really does have these these gay men in these streets, um, I'm moving to Salt Lake next week. Just (laughs) And I'm getting in a cul-de-sac and we're going to have a conversation. (laughs) No, but like, but that and that was my thing for Whitney. I said, Whitney, this is where Meredith is going to get you each and every time, baby girl. Because mm-hmm. Meredith said she heard rumors and nastiness. She, she didn't say what the rumors, rumors? were. Mm-hmm. She never said what that was. Yeah. Monica said that that's what she heard and she never and what she said was I'm shocked you haven't heard this Whitney because it goes all around town everyone says it Ma- mm-hmm. of course Angie says like no that was never a thing I don't know I don't live in Salt Lake City I wouldn't know any differently however if somebody asked me like have you heard rumors about your husband having boyfriends I would say no Someone, someone on Twitter <laughs> yesterday or uh, on Wednesday, with, like, later that night when the episode came, I was like, what if it was Brooks? And that's why Meredith knows. <laughs> I was like, could you imagine next episode we see shot in a Brooks Marks tracksuit? <laughs> I have no words. Brooks is so oh, hot. Brooks has gotten hot. I must say, we he's gotten hot. He's got less off the camera. Yes, I was gonna say, baby boy listened when we said, "Gotta get him out of here." (laughs) He shut the entire fuck up, and he's living his best life with Candy Burris's daughter. Yep, uh, Riley. He's he's looking really good these days too. He's in New York all the time, like gay bars and stuff. Like I have gay friends in New York that have seen him at the at the bars, and I'm like, "Well, you're not beating those rumors either." You know, he looks good. But yeah, I said, this is so, I was like, Whitney, please. Like, this is, 
this has gone too far, baby girl. We yeah. need to I will say focus- too, about Salt Lake, to excluding all that. The one thing that I'm really also loving about Salt Lake is watching Heather again. Yeah, yeah. Watching Heather again this season, I'm watching her like I watched her in the first season. Her confessionals are funny. She's mm-hmm. just relatable. She's also like not, you know, she's not getting too much into it. And I think a big part of that has to do with Jen being gone. Me too, I yeah. Getting back to that authentic. Um, and also, I've said this since season one, episode one, I bet. Heather just seems like a really good mom. And she she just does. Someone who really cares about her daughters. And I, I love, that's one of my favorite things about watching Housewives is mm-hmm. when I women that are just good parents yeah and have that like have that respect of their child and always thinking about them and like when she was like my daughters are my best friends call me a loser I'm like my mom is one of my best friends no like, seriously I mine too about Heather. I love I'm loving about Heather so much this season it's 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 been great yeah I mean you saw I said I'm stepping back into my Heather fan era yeah and it was it was Jen and I do think that Heather is a ride or die and I think that she's probably never been in that position before it, hell I in that position before with a friend yeah, going to jail. I, yeah, I've had a friend rob a Publix, but not the elderly. So I what? <laughs> what? A Publix? Yeah, like, they did like it was like a like a twenty dollar you know grocery thing. Like I'm talking about like like just like a robbery, like five finger discount. That's like the most I've ever had. Oh, like, a, like they shoplifted. Yes. No, not like rob like a Publix. <laughs> no, not like sugar and spice up at this bitch with the mask. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're saying like, this so fucking like you're saying this so casually what do you mean i know the fbi is like okay atlanta georgia (laughs) i was like wait what um we've never been in that position to be friends with someone that's done something that mag like massive yeah and then just denied it to your face jen was denied oh that reminds me coach shaw put something on her instagram i need to go back and look he yeah, I saw it when I was like, yeah, with like checking out my last client, but I was like, I need to go back and look at that. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I um I I like I'm enjoying Heather again. Um, whoever's bullying her kids, she needs to pull up because what they're saying, I and I said this, they're getting that from their parents. And that's yeah. exactly where my fucking issue would be. Somebody on TikTok was like, Well, Heather maybe shouldn't have written a book when and she, because she knows where she lives. I said. So you're one of those kids' parents. So you're obviously. one of the you're one of the ones calling them a cunt. Yeah, I said you're one of those kids' parents, obviously. Because and I I said I said listen to what you just said. Heather shouldn't do what she feels is best and tell her truth because people around her are ignorant. We went over are this bullying in the first grade. her kids. We went over this in the first grade. Like what? Connect the dots here, people. Like I going after children. I, I like I, even like going over to Jersey. Like the shit that was happening, like Melania and Adriana. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, these kids are not on this show. Yeah. And at the end of the day, all Heather did, if we're going to be completely honest, was write a book about her life, about her about life. her experiences, That's and just so we're clear, Heather Gay is not the reason the Mormons got a bad rap. No, at all. No, she's so no. she's so it, low it on the list. Years. Years, years and years before Heather even stepped onto the scene was the Mormon church looked at under a microscope. Like it's, it's absolutely, I was on my couch and when, when her, when she said that they were calling her daughters the C word and then they were taking it the extra level and baking it on cookies. I'm like, are you trying to insult me or give me diabetes here? Cause you're like calling me a cunt on a chocolate chip cookie. I don't know why this is a weird form of bullying that I've never heard before. You took time to make a cookie have a different approach on it. Like they're not taking it as hard and like, as I probably honestly as hard as I would, if I was them, mm-hmm. but built a, a shield for them 
over the last four years where like Heather's, you know, she's the mom, she's taking more upfront about this and she's having more pain about it, but the daughters are not getting, not letting it get to them as hard as I think it could, which I, I admire that, especially too. about the bullying, like speak your truth. And if you're like, I'm glad that these people, you know, are obsessed with me. I was like, I was loving for that. But like you just said, if I was getting pissed on my couch, hearing about these girls, these beautiful girls that we've, you know, essentially seen mm-hmm. a lot of years grow up, get bullied over a book that their mom made. No, but really in you. Okay. Listen, I was bullied. Like I, a lot of us were bullied. Yeah. No one ever took time to make me a cookie. I don't know where the fuck these kids went to bullying school, but like you don't spend time. You don't waste time and money because ingredients. And where was your mom when you were baking a cake that said cunt in it? My mom, I was supposed to listen to turn the oven on when I was a teenager. My mom would be like, what the fuck are you doing? No, get out of my kitchen. But especially if I bake something that said cunt in it, my mom would be like, absolutely the fuck not. Are you yeah, dumb? Yeah, hey mom, I'm just baking some chocolate cunt cookies. Like, I, I'll i be another hour here. You're doing I, what? I was like, who, I'm like, who the fuck raised you kids? Like, are you fucking serious that, right now? Yeah, that gagged me. When she was like, one daughter, called, one of my daughters got called the C word. The other one got called a C word on a cookie. I was like, like, did she eat it at least? Because I would have ate it. I mean, I would have ate the cookie. Like, I wouldn't have eaten it because like, who knows what you put in there? You might have shit in it. No, no, I don't. I barely eat out of the potluck at work. I'm like, no, I, I don't know what goes on in your home. No, babes. No, babes. I don't like so. But no, no like I, I, that my heart broke for her. Um, yeah. Let's go on to the next date to the OC. Actually, you said you brought up Atlanta and you brought up Kim. Why I paused for a second is because Kim and Croy. And oh, I yes. was like, oh, wait, you saw those photos of Croy. No. The photos of him walking around the neighborhood a couple days ago? No. He's got a full beard. He's wearing jeans. He's wearing like a white baby, uh, white t-shirt. And it's like, it was right after the report came out that he won like uh, a bunch of stuff in court. And Kim was like, we should be divorced because we're still having sex. No one needs to know that. No one. Two. Not even um, Croy, 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 apparently Kim really does have a horrible gambling problem. I, that yeah, I, I, we've I, seen like, it. Girl, I'm like, where, where is this money like coming from? And where is it going to these slot machines and not to your mortgage? Into your kid's school. But also, um, the last thing I saw, I didn't see those pictures. I saw him winning his petition to yes. file for divorce again, even after she I'll said. I'll tweet with the photos after this. Because I was, because the, the comments okay. in our course, people have been like, oh my God, he looks so good after he left. Ew, He's still no. the same man. Yeah, you know, much ago than it was today. Yeah, nar babes. But um, no, the last thing I saw was her on, I don't know, I think she was on live on like Instagram live. And like, I hate to say this, but she was not looking well. And I know that this was a joke, but she was like, yeah, Brielle paid the electric bill. And I was like, Pam, when are we going to stop bringing Brielle into your drama? When are we going to stop fronting? Like, just don't get on live, Kim. Just don't get on live. Like, just don't. Apparently, she keeps borrowing $2,500 or $25,000 from friends or whatever. And I'm like, who are these friends that keep giving you twenty five grand? Yeah, once we saw that she was selling her wigs and her clothes out of their own closet on their website, I think that was a pretty good indication that things were not going well financially. So putting up this continuous front that things are okay 
first of all, I can, you know who I really do feel bad about at the end of the day? It's not Kim. It's not Croy. And honestly, it's not Brielle either. It's those four younger kids. Me too. Yeah. Growing up still and are witnessing this live and can't just go and, you know, get on social media like maybe Brielle could, or, you know, go to another house like Croy could. They're literally living in all this. And I don't think Kim is getting that through her wig head mm-hmm. that like you're, you still have four children underneath you in school still that are witnessing this every day. And you're just out here going to team Z telling the world that you and your ex-husband are still having sex. It's go, so- bake, go bake a cookie cut Kate. Okay. With your kids or something like stay out of the news and hang out with your children. I actually, I low key feel bad for uh, with Ariana. Like the, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I think she finally did move to Arizona. She's been, I, very, she's been quiet amongst. Yeah, she has. Guys. I, and I mean, so is Brielle. Brielle's stuff will pop up on my Snapchat. Sometimes you like know where the famous people yeah. are underneath. Hers will pop up. I saw she was at the beach. I said, mama, don't you owe American Express some money? Yeah. I said, how do I need to dedicate my life to scamming? Because like, how? 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 How are you getting away with this? How? It, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But I, when you said Kim, I was like Kim Croy. But no, Kim Fields. I forgot about that. Well, you need yes. to send me those photos. But I, it's I'll just, this, yeah. it's so sad to watch. And even when I saw Kim on that live, like she doesn't look good. And I, I'm just like Kim. When is enough going to be enough? What's going to have to happen? Honestly, truly, because I hate this for anybody. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, it, 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 it's all, it's my friend, Devin, um, who sang with me this week. She, um, when, when Kim went to TMZ and said that whole, like, we're still having sex, Devin sent me that. She was like, I would like to be removed from this group chat. No, literally. Like, no, literally, I'm, I'm so over this. It's like, I'm the first time, the first news break of the divorce. Of course I was engaged. I was like, oh right. my God, this is like actually happening. And then it stopped. Then it came back. Then it stopped. Then, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Until I see a, a document that says we are divorced, signed, sealed, and delivered, do not put it in my face on any type of article ever again. I'm over it. No, I don't need to see it either. Um, speaking of when is enough enough, let's go over to the OC and <laughs> talk about on the beach. First of all, first of all, I loved that set. I love oh, that beautiful. set was they so should, they fucking cool. that more. Yeah, they definitely should. It was so cool. Andy looked really good. He was looking pretty handsome. I thought he looked really good. He didn't overdo his tan. And I mm-hmm. thought he looked really good with the facial hair. But my God. Can we, I, the, can we, can we get into the looks real quick? Because I wanted yeah. to know your honest opinion. Cause I don't know. I don't think I saw that OC when you did about these, about these looks. Getting those looks back to back from the New York looks was a fever dream. Because you had <laughs> the New York ladies that looked like they were going to six different events. And then you have the OC ladies where five of them look pretty, maybe four at the most, five look like they're going, you know, maybe to the same restaurant, just in different tables. Then you've got Shannon who looked like she just left the Staples Conference Center looking like a Sharpie with fishnets on her legs. And you're like, what are I'm you wearing? So, I'm so over that net overlay dress trend. It's just, it's worn out, especially amongst Bravo celebrities. Um, let me say this. I don't think that everybody in... New York looked like they were going to different events. I felt like Uber, they looked like they were at different reunions. Let me say this. They all looked like they were at reunions, but except for Jenna, but different reunions. Yeah, Jenna was that good American. <laughs> yeah, Jenna, I mean, Jenna looked great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. I just, and I don't mind the jeans. She pulled them off. It works for her. It, But yeah, does it, she look like she's at a reunion? No. Erin, no. like, I just don't understand. She put a picture up of her, like, 
second dress, like her second choice dress. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, this would have been better. It's the second still dress not... like better too. Yeah. Yeah. And if they like, I feel like they were almost almost there. I know that like it's usually the black housewives that agree to like color coordinate. Yeah, like Atlanta, Potomac, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. And because like, everyone's like, where's the theme? Where's the theme? I'm like, y'all know that only the black people do that because black people love well, that is so true now that I think about it. Black folks love to match. Hills. I'm going back to OC. Yeah, no, it really has been Potomac and Atlanta that set that tone. Yeah, yeah. because we love to match and it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I'm like, none of the other housewives actually match. It's just the black housewives. Now, I will say, when I said they were cohesive on as in New York on TikTok, their their tones they were all in the same color wheel is what right. i meant um like darks golds like you know neutral co neutral ish colors no one had any like outlandish colors like oc yeah. oc i i think oc looked worse than new york oh really yeah Oh, really? See, I loved, I loved, honestly, I'm gonna, and I said this on, even on my own page too, I really loved Gina's look. I thought it was one of the best reunions Gina's ever came across. Yeah, like, she looks great. But the tan looks good. I like the dress look good. I just thought, I thought like comparing the two, I was like, even if you exclude Jenna out from the New York reunion, those five, I'm like, where, Bryn looked like she was going to go to the fucking Mayflower to board it and then to go hang out the Titanic the next year. I was like, what are you wearing? Bryn and Aaron's dresses are the ones that really throw shit off. Like yeah, I so said, like, like, going to yeah, literally, Aaron looks like Polly Pockets going to her first fucking uh, <laughs> you. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, you could have worn this at a finale party or something. I don't know yeah. what the fuck she had on, but. I, Gina does look good. Gina, like I, and I still stand by that. Her eye makeup too heavy, but that yeah. dress was not practical because when she was turned to the side, taking pictures with everybody else, I was like, fuck. Like, I was like, damn Gina, not the good damn Gina. Like it, she's not popping her butt out enough either for that dress. Like she's just very much, she is giving girl at the club in twenty. 16 yeah, yeah. But I, will say, I think though, she like, looks great yeah i will say too like outside of outside of outside of uh shannon the only other person whose outfit i was a little questionable on and i think it's just because it was her first reunion was Jin. i don't know like having those extra amounts of sleevage for a thing where you're going to be sitting for seven eight hours doesn't really make sense in my mind mm -mm. um but she could have easily taken that thing and just whipped Tamara in the face when they were going at it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, let's get into this fucking reunion at the end of the day. Like the, the like we said, the set was beautiful. I think they should apply this. We should stop making sets the dramatic yeah. uh, uh, event that happens. Like, yeah, we don't need to go back to Scare Island. We don't need to go back to Giselle's house in the parking deck. We don't need mm -mm. to do that. We can have it that beautiful beach. Set. <laughs> can you imagine if they bring? I would die. I would die. If they put that them in the, be... if they built a stage, a sound stage that was her driveway. Oh my God. <laughs> and instead of walking on stand, they're like, we got to walk on Giselle's driveway. Like what the hell? I that would, would be die. I would die. They, that would, would be doing great. the dirty, but that would be fucking hilarious. Now, have you, um, so you, you watched the reunion, obviously, but have you seen it on Peacock yet? No, that's what everybody was saying. They're like, you need to watch it on Peacock. Okay, like, so what? I watched it this morning because obviously with yesterday being my birthday, I wasn't able to watch it live. But I watched it this morning, uncensored and extended. 
first of all, Tamara was made for an uncensored reunion, like just right out of the gate for sure. But hearing even Heather just say the words, fuck you with such like, like you're so vindicated whenever she would say it. Like it just gives you this whole new experience of seeing these OC ladies. Like they honestly, thank you so much Vanderpump Rules for, for starting this trend. Yeah, yeah, honestly, so truly. Thank okay, I'm, I'll watch it. I'll watch it after this and the uncensored one. Now, let's yeah. get into the <clears throat> Heather of it all. Didn't know yeah. Terry had a stroke, which is very oh, scary. Oh, yeah, I know. But I feel like, I personally feel like Emily is saying, oh, Heather just wanted to be offended by something this season. I'm like, no, Emily, you just wanted to be offended by Heather this by Heather. season. And she even admitted that, too, at that one conversation they had at, I think, at... um. It was someone's house where uh, Heather pulled Emily into the living room and she was like, it feels like you're, you're always having an issue. And Emily's like, you have a point. Yeah, she yeah, like, she well, did. I am looking for something because you're, for whatever reason. Now I will say this. I, in the beginning of the season, I was kind of like, all right, well, let's see how it's going to go back, go down. Tamara's back. She's got to, you know, go through her relationships. Now I thought honestly that the Tamara and Heather like uh, storyline battle was going to happen throughout the season, mm -hmm. not towards the very end. Well, I think and it I finally think caught up. Like, I do feel like Heather was in the dark for most of this season. I don't think she really knew. And unfortunately, I think it caught up to her at the end and I think she could tell. Like, yeah. I don't think she realized that she was the target this season until like the season was halfway done she probably yeah. started to catch a clue at that party when they all dressed up like each other i think that's probably when she started to catch a clue and then she still was like i i have to imagine she was like no 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 and that's kind of how she she phrased it too like she was like i really didn't think that this is how this was going i was happy to see that gina had softened towards heather and like dropped the act because emily was just fucking pissing me off how are you more mad at heather for not pulling up your bar exam results when tamra called you a party planner and her and i'm sorry heather literally said she goes wasn't she was a she was a practicing attorney though and heather's like but when i or tim was like when i met her she was a party planner i said what you said i said you were a part a practicing attorney what do you yeah. want me to do call the orange county bar what do you want me to do get the results on hand like, like you pull up your bar results you get them for fucking yeah, you pull up your bar results tamra do it like, are you fucking, like, she's so mad at Heather. You're more mad at Heather than Tamara. And then even when Andy asks, like, what, like, how does that make you feel? And she's like, well, Tamara will say it to my face. I was like, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Gina, Gina did that too. She was yeah, like, well, she did. Like, we'll say it to your face and then she'll apologize after. It's like, but that doesn't make it okay. Like, right. Like, you guys have to have the same energy for everybody if we're going to talk about one thing. And like, when it comes to Tamara too, it's like, I feel like Tamara, Tamara being back was really good for the season or for mm -hmm. the show for the simple fact that it, it woke everybody up. Yeah. Everybody was, you know, prepared, you know, to what was going to happen. We got off of that, you know, and, and someone even said this too earlier today on Twitter, like they were rewatching season 16. They're like, it really wasn't that bad the way that people were making it out to be. And it's like, honestly, I would, I would agree on some, on some limit too. Now, do I think it's hilarious that Dr. Jen and Noella were sitting on their couches a couple of weeks ago, fired and seeing Heather Dubrow calling them a loser on national television. Yeah. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. I'm not going to oh lie. My God, I forgot about Dr. Jen. <laughs> I, like, I honestly thought Noella would have maybe would have been the one to come back. Not Dr. Jen. Dr. Jen said, I think a total of 11 words during that eight hour reunion. Yeah. She was, she was gone for 
But like Tamara Kim coming back was something that I think the housewives needed. Now, I was also shocked that Vicky was not at the reunion. I really thought they were going to bring her back. Yeah. You know what? I forgot about I, I didn't even think about that, to be honest with you. She's not there at all. I figured that she would forge her way through. Oh, right. I mean, who, somehow. I mean, yeah, you know, Vicky. But yeah, Gina, you're right. Gina did that too, because at that last conversation that they had, when Heather pulled the receipts of Tamara calling her them losers, mm-hmm. she goes, well, why didn't you tell me? I was like, Gina, because she's talking about Heather too here. Yeah. She's talking about Heather too. Because Heather said she's talking about us. She's talking about us. I was and like, and why- said Noella and Jen, were they not listening at that moment? No, they weren't. At the table, I was talking about Noella and Jen. What were Emily and Gina doing? Were they doing this? Because I, like, because I heard her. I think that, I just really think that they're trying to stick to their plan. Like, I think that they were trying to stick to their plan. And that's what's, what's pissing me off about Emily. Like, I, <laughs> she, she drives me fucking nuts. Because sometimes yeah. I like her. I really do. And then other times I'm like this bitch, because I'm sorry. I don't want to hear about Snuffleupagus again. I do not want to hear about Snuffleupagus again. I have to look again. it up. She, she didn't. Listen, I hate because I've been in Heather's shoes before where I'm just like, see, this person is destined to have a fucking problem with me. I'm just going to keep it light, blah, blah, blah. Emily said, we're going to dinner. I can't go to dinner like this. Like my hair is a mess from getting wet and like being at the water park all day. She's like, oh yeah, kind of like Snuffleupagus. Yes, Snuffleupagus is a big character. No one called you big. Snuffleupagus is also a hairy character. That's what it was, okay? And you said that it hurt your feelings and Heather said, okay, I apologize. When Heather said, oh, these cookies are like your big, nice boobies. She's like, you body shamed me. Yeah, that was that was a point that I, I that was a swing and a miss for me. And with my thing with Emily, so the first three seasons, I would say, I was like, why are we bringing her back? I don't understand why we're bringing her back. I don't really get it. I'm not on the Emily train. Now, last season and even this season, this season, honestly, more, I have actually genuinely liked Emily on my screen. Mm-hmm. I think she's a lot more enjoyable. And also, let's be honest, um, her husband, Shane, has had a complete 180. I mean, he used to be like the, hus- the house husband that nobody wanted to fucking see. And now I'm like, oh my God, it's Shane. I love seeing Shane every now and then. What Emily loves to do is she loves to tell you when she's right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But she loves to be loud when she is wrong. And yeah. yes. when she was at that restaurant in Mexico and she said with her whole big boobs, Ozempic chest, that it was Tamara talking shit, or it was Shannon talking shit about me in New York City. Not only were you so wrong, that you have the completely wrong person, mm-hmm. but then we watch what happens live that night, and we're and we're like, so you know it was Tamra and it wasn't Shannon. Oh, I guess. Oh, I must have misheard. After all that screaming you just did it, Heather, in front of those chips and guac, you have nothing to apologize for. Literally, what? literally. I that and that was the thing that was, and you know what pissed me off also with that is Gina tried to say, Gina was like, I was getting my hair blown out. But I could have sworn it was Tamra. <laughs> like she, table? and that's what I know. I was like, why didn't you, why are you not saying this at the table? And that's what I mean. Why I'm like, they were clearly like sticking to the plan. Like they were clearly sticking to the plan. And the thing that pissed me off is like, they were so dead set on going after Heather. And I've said this all season when this, like uh, Shannon was handing them a takedown season for her right in her hand, right in their hands. So like, she was like begging pretty much like take me down because her life was a Fucking and, and I don't like takedown seasons. So let me just clarify that you guys yeah. know, like my listeners know, I don't like the takedown seasons. But 
Shannon was the one that really stepped in it this season. And she continued mm-hmm. to step in it at this fucking reunion. Let's get into it. First things first. The shit that had me in stitches right out the gate with Shannon. I don't know why she sat in between Tamara and Emily and tried to fucking lie when they were talking about Jen. And Andy asked her, how do you feel about Jen and Ryan's relationship? And uh, Shannon goes, you know, I really feel for both Emily and Tamara were like, you needed to get more on camera. You literally, they both were like, you said, like, what are you I talking? was dying. They didn't even let her get finish her sentence. They were like, you simply needed to get more on camera. And that is why, that is, that. those are parts of me where I like Emily, where she's like, hold yes. on, no, 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 hold on, no, 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 you did say this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, Emily, get it, get it. Because, I mean, we saw that, that never before seen clip where they're like, oh, there's so much dig, dirt to dig up. I'm like, Shannon, you did say this. Yeah. So I don't know why you're trying to act like I see them together and they're so happy that two mm-hmm. things can be true at the same time. Exactly. And I don't think, okay, let's talk, let's touch on Jen really quick before we get to Shannon. Yeah. I, I am the, listen, I get it. I would be looking at Tamara too. Like what the fuck you're supposed to be my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. But at the same time, what I really want Jen to realize is that she needs to leave Ryan. Uh, retweet and say it louder for the people it, in the back. It was hurtful for me to like, why? Because back in Mexico, she calls Ryan and she doesn't say, Ryan, listen to this fucking bullshit that they're saying. She says, I need to hear this from you. I better hear this from you, not Tamara. Meaning she knows. She's sitting there. To, we're airing all of this out. He fucking texted this woman while he was at a concert with you. And you're sitting that? here, sitting here making an excuse for him. Baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, please. I'm begging. I'm begging. Please. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, because I'm I'm as the as the season was progressed, I was like, I'm liking Jen more and more. I'm I'm really liking her. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying her on my screen. She's not the loudest in the room. She mm-hmm. doesn't need- She's also not really the quietest in the room. It doesn't need to be either. And she is starting to, as the second half of the season, she's starting to pick up on Tamara's bullshit. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I love when a housewife is able to call something out in that moment. Mm-hmm. And then when they were at Mexico, she was like, this is what you do, Tamara. You say something like that to make it seem like I said something else when I did. Like, I know this is your tactics. And I'm like, you you caught it out. You called it out right then and there. Like, like that's great. I love that. Now, one of my biggest worries going into this reunion was how is Jen going to be at a reunion? Because mm-hmm. I mean, these ladies are all seasoned, as Kelly Dodd would say, seasoned and cooked, and they are ready to go. And if you're gonna go against Tamara, of all people, someone who knows the housewife game, the reunion game, you got to be able to say your shit as soon as it happens. And I thought she was. It, it was giving me old. Tamara versus Gretchen vibes where I felt like oh yeah on Tamara enough where she's able to immediately just be like no fuck you then no fuck you I'm not gonna just have you say this about me anymore fuck you now bitch and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm liking the sparring that's going back because Jen's now more activated with what's going on in the environment she's her feet are definitely wet now and I'm, I, I think she's getting it and I would love for her to come back next season I, yeah I definitely want I definitely want Jen to come back I want Jen to come back without Ryan I want I Jen, Jen to Jen move to on without throughout Ryan. life without Ryan because, yes, because it if, was, we, if we talk about Ryan next season I'm gonna be done it was hurtful to me to watch her like all of this stuff come out and she cannot even deny it and she knows and because some of it she's in the room for she's right there for in telling us you've seen the text messages does not make it better no yeah she's like i've seen those i've seen those yeah she and i'm like and like even gina who's trying to take up for her she's like you have 
<laughs> she said she was like, wait, you, you did? Like, I don't even know if I can say anything now. She was like, you've seen those? You know yeah. what I was like, because I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. You know how I feel about Gina. I was right there with her because, like, bitch, I'm trying to help you. But okay, you and also, us. Gina also had Jins back in Mexico when she was talking to Vicky. Like, you can't just come on a trip that you were invited to and talk about someone's um husband while I'm trying to eat my chicken wings. I'm like, yeah, Vicky. Yeah. No offense, Vicky. Let's be honest. You're you're a friend of. Mm-hmm. You're back after four seasons, whatever, four mm-hmm. years. You were an extended invite on this trip you don't get to touch down in mexico take a shot and go after people's marriages that you don't you don't earn that anymore i didn't you know? like that i didn't, I didn't like, like that i did not like that either like i know everybody like everybody loves the og of the oc i didn't like it did, and it wasn't organic either i really felt like vicky was just coming in there to be like i can still do this like blah 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 yeah, no that's that's exactly how it felt it felt like mm-hmm. when she was in the group scenes it was like i know how to be a housewife and i'm gonna turn that light on again but when she was with you know tamara and shannon they're just doing the trace amicus thing mm-hmm. it was very clear to me like like as you just said when she was doing something like that in that in that mexico moment scene it's like you're doing this because you know what to get people to talk about you know what's going to be right. like a good teaser in a trailer like you've done mm-hmm. this long to know certain things to say and you know obviously work to some level but you had just met jen and weren't you the same girl that told jen at that dressing up party that you feel for her yep. and that you feel yep. sorry for her because and, and now it's a totally different now it's like i know what it's like to leave a man for a loser well, well why the hell are we going like yeah jen let's not bring that down order her drink and vicky's like your man's a loser like when you know what you know what actually lost my mind was when they were playing truth or dare and jen goes Vicky, truth or dare? She goes, truth. Oh, well, maybe someone else should ask this. I don't know you. Your man is a loser, and I know this because I've done this before. That's my truth. Yeah, and I li- I literally was like, that's not how you play the game, Victoria. I was like, did I did I witness something? Like, I had to rewind. I'm like, where did mm-hmm. this come from? Yeah, I was like, Vicky, that is not how you play this motherfucking game. Are you serious oh, right uh, now? And Vicky just, I'm sorry. Constant, I'm like, Vicky, do we need to get you a fan? Why do you look like you're melting all the fucking time? Yeah, always so hot. She looked like that in Ultimate Girl Strip too. I was like, are you good? Like, what's going on? But now we can shift into Shannon. Yes. I said, again, y'all know Gina has consistently made my ass itch. But I said, as soon as Shannon was talking that shit and talked about CPS, I said, Gina has every right to get into Shannon's ass at this reunion. And that she did. Because when Gina hit her with the, what are my kids' names? I said. Even Amy was like. She goes, what was, she literally, and you, I think you, no, you didn't say it. One of my friends goes, I just realized I don't know her kids' names. <laughs> so I was like, she said, Sienna, I'm blanking. She goes, oh my God, I know them, but now I'm blanking. I said, ate her up. I was and like, okay. She knew, and but listen to the words that Shannon was saying. Shannon, like, she goes all over the place and she goes, I don't like you, Gina. And I was like, you, you should have come here so humbly so humbly to this portion of the reunion and yet here you fucking are and like and like like you said shannon i mean gina did exactly what she needed to do and she ate her the fuck up and i agreed with every single syllable that came out of her mouth because i'm like you cannot sit Mm -hmm. here and make those comments about someone's kids that you do not know the name of no you also cannot you and, and gina was absolutely correct the fact that you can sit on this couch and just not even say I fucked up. I'm sorry. Point blank done. Mm-hmm. There has to be an explanation or a reason behind it. The fact that you can't just say those four or five words 
it's like you're you're digging your own grave. You know, the thing that was really pissing me off too was she kept saying like, I have, a, she kept saying like, I have my reasons. I have my reasons. And I was like, what? No. Reasons no. for what though? Yeah. Like, no. And she kept saying like, I didn't remember I said it. I didn't remember I said it. Shannon, even if you didn't remember you said it before you saw it in 4K, you still saw yourself saying it. So what you need to be saying is, I really don't remember saying that, but obviously I said it. And obviously that's crossing a line. So I am really sorry, Gina. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's it. That's it. And that's all. But then she goes, she goes, I have a list of nice things I've done for her. I was like, stop, stop, stop. You're, you're only helping her point even more, Shannon. And again, she's like, you want to talk about my relationship? And I wanted Andy to be like, we'll get to John Jensen in a second. Hopefully we get to that in the second part. Because John oh, broke up with her two days, like the day after the-, the Yeah, it was, like, it was like two days after they wrapped filming that, that it all came out that they broke up. And that was that was one of the things watching this season. I'm like, I, we know. We Aged know terribly. what's Aged ahead terribly. of us. Like, I, I quite literally was like, you have got to be kidding me right now. Because she's like, you talked about my relationship. You talked about my relationship. What relationship? What what relationship, Shannon? And let's FYI, did you not hear the words coming out of your mouth? I have normal fights that paralyze me. I said I, I don't, don't know don't what ever, that means. I don't know what that means either, and you should never say it again. I don't know what that means because you know it reminded for some reason it reminded me of that flashback when um Nini was in the bus in Thailand I think with all the ladies and she's like Kim's had breast cancer <laughs> she's had a heart attack a stroke she's paralyzed I'm like you are if, if a conversation with John J Jansen makes you go in a wheelchair or you're numb from the waist down why are you with this man she, she like she really needs to go to like she, she needs to go to rehab but like she needs to do some deep soul searching and it worries me that she well, doesn't want to yeah because she's the not a part of on tequila, on tequila. The yeah whole yeah she she's not i like she needs to do some deep soul searching that i think she's too scared to actually do yeah, and I think also too, um, at the end of the day, whether you like her, or you love her, this DUI storyline definitely secured Gina another season. Shannon, both of them. I think I don't think that. They I think should... they. I think they would. I think they would love to just have Sheena and Janin. Sheena, Janin. Sheena and Shannon uh, be in front of each <laughs> other just because of that. Like when, and also, I mean, that was one of the first things I even said too when I read. I was like, "What is Shannon thinking, or what is Gina thinking right now?" Like you just know what's like the seasons the, as the, the episodes that were airing at the time were the DUI thing so I'm like this is just very odd timing that this is all it's happening. just so creepy too that Gina quite literally said when it's your turn I will be waiting for my fucking apology I was like this is crazy when they put on the tv screen right before the next scene started she was arrested 10 days after this I was like oh I quite literally was like Christ and then they also put if someone you know is struggling with alcohol I was like I was on the floor I was like oh. I was like this is so bad like this is so bad but see you know NBC Universal and Bravo are tightening up on their rules so I just don't know and it's drinking is one of them so that's why I just wouldn't be surprised if they put Shannon on pause just to like oh yeah oh yeah they could yeah. yeah, I just wouldn't be surprised if they put her on pause just because like, and because I've just heard conflicting things about her not thinking she has a problem and not going to rehab and then saying yeah. like, she's going to go, but like not, I don't know. Um, okay, we're going to go ahead and wrap. Oh, what? I want to ask you this though real quick. What did you think about Taylor's performance? 
Oh God. Taylor pissed me off. I'm glad that she still knows how to operate at a reunion, but she yeah. did piss me off because like she was just trying to have a problem. And when she said that she, somebody on my TikTok and my TikTok comments pointed out that she uses that domestic, like not her domestic violence, but the fact like, that, that she raises money, um, before she, I guess she used that in Beverly Hills. I went back yeah, and found the clip with, and she uh, did. Yeah. yeah. She was like, I raise money. And I'm like, and I said it about that last night. I said, yes, you can raise money. That doesn't mean you're exempt that everything you do towards women is, is going to be right. Like you, you can absolutely raise money for a good cause. We love that for you. Cause we know what you've been through, but that doesn't mean that you can't say something that was anti-woman and Heather didn't say you're anti-woman. She said what you yeah. said. What you said was anti-woman. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I love the fact that we, uh, we were able to laugh about this better be a dirty reunion because she, wait, mama, mama was wasted. She or creeps me out. Whatever you want to put. I also, I'm like, I'm not that big of a fan of the new hair. Maybe it's just me, but I, 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 just, I love, I, I don't, I, <sighs> I don't mind the hair. I, she looked I, like an elf bar. First of all, when she came out of the reunion and said she looked like a, a vape elf bar. I was like, ma'am, are you mango or peach? Cause I want to hit like, no. what is that? <laughs> I don't see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we need Taylor back next season. It was like, yeah, I wonder if they are going to bring her back even as a friend of, I wouldn't be shocked if they do. I don't, I really don't care either way, but yeah, I like when she was getting, when, you know, what was funny to me. Heather was like, she's been trashing me in the press. She was like, you've been saying these things about me in the press. You've been saying them on your social media. And she goes, I would love to go over those things with you in detail. <laughs> and Heather goes, they're on your page. They're in you know, your archives. You're and she goes, page. Like, well, we can talk about outside of this. She goes, we can so pull them up and talk about them. I said, Taylor. Taylor, you were just on Watch What Happens Live two weeks ago. <laughs> literally. But no, that, I'm sorry. Taylor is another one that like that whole, this reunion's going to be dirty. I was like, are you not embarrassed? <laughs> where's the core of? I was like, I'm sorry. I would be no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would be humiliated. I would be humiliated because she's. I'm so sure. I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was outside of the quiet woman, like everything else that happens in OC, because there ain't no quiet women in that damn country. Or I feel like she was drunk as fucking. <laughs> on that note, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, Taylor. Please let the people know where they can find you on your socials. Oh my gosh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, TikTok at T-A-Y-A-U-S-J-A-X, Taos Jax. Um, I have had the best hour to have. This has been so much fun. Yes, I know. I knew I had to get you on here, boo. Yes. Oh my God. And y'all already know where you can find me over on TikTok at Who Asked Zell, Zell is S-E-L-L-E. Uh, Instagram, who asked sell for my personal page, who asked me podcast for all of the hijinks that we get into over on that page. You guys just voted Mahershala Ali, the underappreciated hottie. So we love that. It was three rounds of votes. I was shocked that y'all voted that much. And then of course, follow my YouTube channel, um, Zell Brooks, S-E-L-L-E. Don't forget to rate and review and we will talk to you soon.